welcome to ChirpCast, encouragement with heart, humor, and a little sarcasm. I had this quote come to mind the other day as I was writing in my journal, and it was, fear looks around, faith looks to Jesus. When I thought about that, I was like, wow, that's pretty profound. I'm so amazing. (laughs) And then I realized, nope, that's not me. (laughs) That's God preparing my heart for what I was going to talk about today. And so the first thing that came to mind was Matthew chapter 13. If you're familiar with Matthew chapter 13, it has to do with Jesus. He's ministering in his own hometown that had a whole set of complications as it was. He went to the town. He was trying to minister to the people. He was teaching them. He was talking to them. He was loving them. But in Matthew 13, 53 through 58, at the very end, it's kind of a sad story. The ending is kind of heartbreaking. It says that Jesus leaves his hometown after teaching and he didn't do any miracles because of their lack of faith. I know that it seems probably early to have a point to this, but how many times have we not had things happen in our lives that absolutely could have been miracles because of our unbelief, because of our lack of faith? We chose to believe the report of everything around us, as opposed to knowing the miracle worker for who he is. And in Matthew, it goes on after 13, it goes into Matthew chapter 14, obviously. And down in verse 22, it kind of gives the story about Jesus telling the disciples he wanted them to go ahead and get on their boat and go ahead of him to the other side to the sea on the Sea of Galilee. And he sent the crowds away. And so he had been ministering and he was exhausted, I'm sure. This was just after Jesus had fed the 5,000. And so he was probably ready for a little bit of quiet time. And so the Bible continues on and it says that Jesus went off to pray. And so when he was gone, they were on the boat And it says that by the time Jesus was ready to come back to them, it had been quite some time. And the time frame, it says um, that it was like the fourth watch of the night, which would be sometime between 3 and 6 a.m. It says Jesus came to them. He was walking on the water. And when the disciples saw him, they pretty much freaked out. They were terrified and they thought he was a ghost. And they cried out in fear. And then verse 27 says, But immediately he spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Then Peter says, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you and walk on the water. And so Jesus says, Come on. So Peter got out of the boat and he started to walk on the water and go towards Jesus. But when he saw the effects of the wind, he was frightened and he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. I think there's like 5 million different sermons just in these couple of verses of the Bible, but I feel like so many of us are in the middle of situations and, you know, we have our eyes fixed on Jesus and we know that he is the one that can save us and take care of us and be the author and finisher of our faith. That's what the Bible says. But we often turn into Peter. (laughs) we're doing the right thing, we're going in the right direction, we feel like everything's going well, you know, maybe ministry is just like, woo, it's awesome. All of a sudden, we start to look around. We start to see the waves. We see the effects of the waves. 
Now, I can't say what the waves are in your life. I can tell you some of the waves in my life may be similar to yours. Sometimes finances is a frustration and a wave, and sometimes it is relationship issues with people around me. Sometimes it's just circumstances that I don't get to control. (gasps) I know, such a control freak. (laughs) But Jesus knows this, and he loves me, and we are working on it. Thank you very much. When Peter is walking on the water, it was fear that sunk him. It was his fear. He was going towards Jesus. Everything was going well. And Jesus had already told him, come on out. Don't be afraid. You can do this. I've got you. And Peter was more than willing (laughs) to go out and, and to be a part of this amazing situation that was going on, this thing that Jesus was doing right there. And... Fear gripped his heart. So many times we allow fear to stop us in our tracks. We allow fear to rule our hearts and our minds. And I've probably mentioned it before, but in our home, we have this no what if policy. (laughs) And what I mean by that is we try very hard. We are not perfect at this, but we try very hard not to ask the what if questions, because the what ifs don't have answers. What if our daughter gets in the car and drives to school by herself in the morning and gets in a car accident? What if we have a bill that comes in and we don't know how to pay it? What if one of us gets sick? What if, you know, there's like a million scenarios that we can come up with about things that we can't control. And There's a statistic somewhere. I don't remember exactly what it was. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. And it has to do with most of the things that we worry about never happen. And that's so true. How many conversations have you had with yourself in the shower where you're talking to yourself and you're like, just worry consumes you. You know, oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if I lose my job? What if I get laid off? What if we have to move? What if somebody gets sick? What if, what if, what if? We can what if ourselves into the corner. And that's exactly what Peter did. Peter let his fear sink him. He allowed fear to grip his heart. I mean, he had Jesus literally at arm's length, like right there. And he also was fearful. I don't want to live in fear, friends. I want to live with an attitude that says, Jesus, if you call me out, you're going to secure the way. Now, is it easy? No, it's not always easy. The cool thing that I think about here is that Jesus didn't tell the waves to stop. He addressed when Peter called out. When Peter said, Lord, save me. Verse 31 says, immediately Jesus extended his hand and caught him. Jesus didn't calm the storm and make the circumstances perfect and make everything super, you know, clear skies and gentle breezes. No, the waves were still crashing. The wind was still blowing. The boat was still getting tossed to and fro with the rest of the disciples on it. But Jesus immediately extended his hand. And that's what he does. When we call him and we say, Jesus, I can't handle this anymore. I'm over it. I can't even. Jesus is like, I I got you. I'm here. All you have to do is ask. If you are looking around at the waves today and you're wondering, how? 
How is this going to work? How are things going to play out? Unfortunately, I don't have your answer, but Jesus does. So remember this. Faith looks to Jesus even when fear looks around. I hope that you're encouraged today to know that Jesus is just an extended hand away. He is ready to be with you. He is ready to catch you. And he wants to build our faith. And so he may not change your circumstance, but you can be assured that he is right there with you. And he wants to do nothing more than to take care of you and to love you. And my job today was to encourage you. If you want to follow me on Instagram, check out my Instagram at ChirpCastAmy. Also, I have a new book out. If I haven't said this once, I'm going to say it again. It's called Chased by Grace. It's kind of just a culmination of stories that God has really reached into my life and spoke to me, and I hope that it would minister and encourage you as well. I hope that you are having a wonderful day, and I will catch you next time.